Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Well, hello there. Come on in. Make yourself at home, Mike and Joel, for another podcast of Growing in Grace. Hey there, Joel. How's it going? Well, hello there, Mr. <laughs> Mike Gipper. How are you? I feel, like, I feel like Mr. Rogers or something here. <laughs> hello, neighbor. I just walked in and took off my street shoes and put on my tennis shoes and then took off my coat and put on my sweater. And everything. Well, that's what we want. That's what we want. We want our podcast listeners to do the same thing. Put on some slippers. Here's a robe. Come on in. Just relax and enjoy life. Yes, enjoy life. That's what life, life in Christ is about. It's not about the uh, death that came through the law or through the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, for that matter, Cap. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we, at the time of this recording, we are in the Christmas season, so sometimes we'll we'll take uh, a podcast or two to focus on something that's related to the Christmas message, and uh, maybe over the years we've done some different messages than what you would typically hear about Christmas, and this one will be no exception. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Although we could loosely say that this one is about the Christmas tree, as you were saying before we recorded, Cap, (laughs) the tree of life, as opposed to the tree of death, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Yeah, and for for those out there who are into uh, criticizing pagan religions and the Christmas trees shouldn't be involved in the Christmas celebration, uh, we're going to put all that on the shelf here, (laughs) because (laughs) in, in real life, people put up Christmas trees. But we're going to talk about some trees of, of a different kind, like what you were talking about, Joel. And, and we've touched on some of these recently, some, some tree talk, I mean. But let's go back to uh, the Garden of Eden. Let's start there, and we'll, we'll kind of work our way forward. There were many trees in the garden. God told Adam that he could eat of any of them. There was also the tree of life that was in the garden where, where Adam was placed to tend it, to keep it. But there was one tree where God said, there, you can have everything you want, but there's one I, I want you to stay away from. If you eat of this tree of the knowledge of good and evil, then you will surely die on that day. So stay away from that one. Otherwise, hey, free reign, right? Yeah, he's, that's right. And I never even realized that up till not too long ago. Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, God said, except for that one, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But of course, the big contrast is uh, the contrast between the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and uh, the tree of life. And obviously, we, we all know that in that tree of the knowledge of good and evil, at least I, I hope we know, death came from that tree. God said, in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. And he wanted them to choose the tree of life. There's always been a choice for man to make. And of course, uh, because of the nature of the freedom of choice that we have, man has always kind of gone towards that tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But the, something we want to bring out of this today, you were reading from chapter 2 of Genesis, Cap, and then as we get into chapter 3, and I don't know if you have more stuff to bring out of chapter 2 or not, but I'm moving ahead to 3 anyway, and then you can go back if you need to, but tr- think about this, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now we think about when people are going after this bad stuff, 
You know, we think about, well, we're going after sin, we're going after adultery and lust, and we're going after murder and stealing and, and all these things. Look at what appealed to Eve when it came to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Eve looked at the tree, and she, after the serpent had tempted her, saying, ah, God's not telling you the truth. You're not going to die. Your eyes are going to be opened, and you'll be like God, knowing good and evil. It says, so when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes and desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate, and she also gave uh, to her husband with her, and he ate. Well, you know, look at this. It wasn't a whole bunch of sin and all bad things that they were trying to go after. It was wisdom that they thought they would get from this tree, uh, something uh, that a lot of people may may not necessarily uh, notice when they look at this, Cap. Yeah, uh, really interesting stuff here as, as, we, as we meditate on this, because Eve explains to the serpent, ah, we can eat of any tree, any fruit from any tree, except for that one in the, in the center of the garden. Otherwise, we'll die if we eat that one, if we touch that one. The devil says, eh, you're not going to die. I'm just letting you know. Uh, you'll become like God, knowing good and evil. And that's an important thing to remember, As we, and, and I, I know most of our listeners are aware of this already, but it's, it's not the tree of evil. It's not the tree of good and evil. It's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And that's what the devil is telling her here. The temptation is, you'll be like God. You'll know good from bad. You'll be able to make right choices and avoid the wrong choices. So she got to thinking about it and saw the, the food did look pretty good on that tree. And we know the rest of the story. They believed the lie. They didn't realize they were already like God. And sin entered in and they did die. But so... The thing that we get in the back of our minds, I think, here is that Adam and Eve were looking to rebel against God, that they thought, wow, we, we could be as powerful as God is. Mm -hmm. uh, sort of like what, the, what, what we've been taught about Lucifer or the, or the devil, you know, like he had a different motive, it would seem. There may have been some similarities, but generally speaking, I think Adam and Eve probably admired God, respected God, and the idea of being more like him and doing what is right and avoiding what is wrong seem to be appealing. I mean, it's it's doubtful that they, we don't know really for sure, but uh, it's doubtful that they had ever really seen sin before. And so it's different than what we have today in, in our lives where, uh, you know, I don't know, teenagers going wild and seeing their friends over there looking like and they're having a good time and wanting to, you know, just have their fun. And, and it wasn't like that here with Adam and Eve. They just saw this opportunity to come into something known as the, the knowledge of good and evil. And so, like we've said in the past, there are still a lot of people eating from this tree today, and, and God is telling us to, to stay away from it. It's the morality tree, Joel. Yeah. It's, it's, it, this tree is representative of the Mosaic law that came along later, and we'll get more into that, but I just wanted to mention it because, uh, and how do we know this? Uh, I believe it's in Romans 3.20, through the law comes the knowledge of sin, and that no one is justified by trying to keep that law, by the way. So, but going back to the, this situation here in the garden, this is where they were with the, this tree. This is where they fell. And it's interesting what occurs afterward, too, Joel. Yeah, with the, the knowledge 
that they had of good and evil. I like what you're bringing out there, that they weren't really trying to rebel. They were trying to do good. They were seeking after wisdom. They were seeking after the knowledge of good and evil. And uh, to them, that would have been a good thing. To Eve, she saw that it was good fruit. To her, she perceived it as fruit that was good. And when they did that, what they thought was going to happen didn't happen. But as soon as they ate from that tree, the morality tree, like you're saying, the law tree, as soon as they ate of that, all of a sudden they became ashamed. Why did they become ashamed? Because their eyes were opened. They saw that they were naked. They previously didn't realize that they were naked. They previously didn't have this knowledge of good and evil. All of a sudden they had that knowledge of good and evil. Their eyes were open and wow, they could see all this stuff that they weren't meant to really see because they were meant to live by the tree of life and not by this knowledge of good and evil. And the same thing, really, you know, speaking of the law, happened to the Israelites when they were given the law. I think about how Eve said, wow, you know, I see this tree, this fruit is good. I want this wisdom. I want to eat from that tree. Well, when God gave the law, uh, in Exodus 19, it shows what, what the response of the people was. It says in Romans, in, in uh, Exodus 19, So Moses came and called for the elders of the people and laid before them all these words which the Lord had commanded him. So that's the law, the Ten Commandments. Then all the people answered together and said, what did they say? They said, all that the Lord has spoken, we will do. So right there, you've got good intentions. You've got a hope that, wow, we've got this, these rules the knowledge of good and evil here in the law, and we're going to do it. Really good intentions. And again, I think Adam and Eve probably didn't have bad intentions when they ate the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But what happened with the law? We found out, like you said, Cap, from Romans, it's the knowledge of sin. That's, that's what was exposed in the law, the knowledge of sin. What did the law bring? It brought bondage. It brought death. It brought condemnation. It brought guilt. That's all that the law could do. That's what happened with the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And so like you were, I think, also saying, God doesn't want us to eat from that tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, or from the law, because all that it does is it brings death and bondage, guilt, condemnation, all those things, as, as opposed to the tree of life. And uh, we believe that that represents, of course, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Yeah, there's your Christmas tree, the tree of life. Christ, Christ is the tree of life. Yes, indeed. Um, and Christmas is really all about Christ, right? So the other thing, too, and when they put the figs on, they realized, oh, wow, hey, we're naked here. Uh, uh, look, uh, so they put on these figs to try and cover themselves up, uh, these leaves, and, of course, even the leaves were going to die pretty soon, right? Right. <laughs> they probably hadn't figured that out yet. They weren't going to stay dressed very long in those. So what happened after that? Well, several things, but one related to this is that God clothed them. And how did he do that? With the skins of animals. So what occurred here really was immediately after the fall, blood was spilled. The blood of animals were spilled at that point. And, and the, the skins of those animals were taken to, to cover, to cover, that's a key word, to cover Adam and Eve. Um, so just another little addition there, Joel, because I, I know we're running out of time for this week, but um, I wanted to plug that. And, and, and I think it's also important that we do point out that 
Jesus Christ is that tree of life. But but a major branch off the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is the the Mosaic law, because what what the God was trying to show the the Jews was look that tree back in the garden it didn't work for Adam and Eve, and this isn't going to work for you either. That's right. You know, um, I'm just thinking of the verse that says, "What the law could not do, God did. He did it in Christ Jesus." Like you say, those fig leaves were going to die. Even those animal skins that, that God covered them with, uh, those anim- animal sacrifices, we find out in Hebrews, that that wasn't even God's will. Because for one thing, those fig leaves are going to die, those animal skins are going to deteriorate, and that's the end of it. But with Christ, he shed his blood for our sins. The tree of life, Jesus Christ himself, shed his blood for our sins he did die, but then what happened? He didn't stay in that dead state. He was raised from the dead. That's the difference. That's the tree of life. That's the difference between the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in the law and Jesus Christ, the tree of life. See, there was no life to be found in that tree of the knowledge of good and evil, the, the morality tree. We'll talk about this a little bit more next week on Growing in Grace, how you know, pursuing good and trying to avoid bad, we found no life in that. There's no life there. We needed life to be restored in us. Again, more on that next week right here on Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.